0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of KT Taste. I'm Kim and I'm Tay and we're happy to see you again. So Tay, how was your week?
1: Honestly, I'm super happy. I don't know about anybody else, but we have our new Supreme Court Justice, Katanji Brown Jackson. Ooh, ooh, yes. yes. <laughs> Congrats justice
0: big congratulations <laughs> yes. we're is, so happy yeah it's a
1: huge win for black women in america i'm so honored to be a black woman in america especially when i see people like her who have worked so hard to get where they've been and it makes me think that i can when i put my mind to anything i can really achieve it you know if i persevere <laughs> yes you know what about you kim what's been going on for you in current events
0: um, in current events, you know, I I think we should start like a little prayer list. So yes. uh, first up on our prayer list, we are definitely keeping all the people in Ukraine in our prayers mm-hmm. because, I mean, the, the the images coming out of what's happening over there is just it, it's heart wrenching to look at, to think like some of the thing. I'm not going to go into detail, but it's it's horrific and we want to keep them in our prayers yeah
1: definitely and also for the people in russia who are against what's going on mm-hmm. then we can pray that they have courage to stand up for what's right and to help uh, the people affected in any way that they can you know to really come together and be better than their leaders
0: yes for sure they're really victims on both sides yes. of this conflict and it's very very sad to hear yes um, on the lighter side of the prayer list though we 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 gotta keep uh our brother our good brother will smith
1: yeah we, in our prayers we we really do because i mean we can also go into this in another podcast episode kim <laughs> but like just seeing him have that moment of vulnerability on stage yeah like i'm my heart hurts that he responded that way but at the same time like the consequences he's facing, it's kind of like...
0: I know, 10 years. 10 years. Banished from the Oscars for 10 years. Yeah, but
1: there's other people in the Academy who are still there who should not be there.
0: Yes, pulling all types of crap. Like, it it doesn't make any sense. It does not. But, you know, he's he's going into rehab, and so we're hoping and praying that he gets the help that he needs Mm -hmm. and um, really, you know, gets his emotions in check yes so yeah that's that was great one Alrighty. so
1: we have our new christian reddit post for the week it's entitled lost all of my friends just by the title alone i'm already like sad yes (laughs) oh
0: my gosh like what and especially since you're posting in christian reddit Mm -hmm. uh, i already have a bad feeling the type of friends that they've lost but yeah go go ahead (laughs) let's look at this
1: okay so this one says does god take away people from your life it just doesn't make sense to me my best friend of seven years who's a christian just stopped responding to my messages i've sent her messages that i'm worried and she has not seen it and not responded i'm so hurt i don't understand i feel so lonely now i hope god will grant me friends as i'm feeling so depressed
0: wow Ooh, that one's loaded yeah it's short but it's loaded you yeah. know so I, I, the very first question that this, uh, the OP asks, they say, does God take away people from your life? Mm-hmm. And I have to say that's 100% true. Like there are times when I know that I have been in situations and God was steadily trying to tell me, hey, this person isn't your friend. Hey, as loyal as you are to this person, they aren't loyal to you. Hey, you know, this this isn't a good friendship for you to keep. And then finally they do something awful and it's just like, oh, God, you was trying this whole time to remove this person from my life. <laughs> so yes. now I understand. <laughs> yeah. So that definitely does happen.
1: Yeah. And it's a very honest question. Like I've thought about it. We've all experienced it where we have something and then it's gone the next moment. And we're like, God, like, what in the world? This was mine. Yeah. And we have to remember, as hard as this truth is to grapple with sometimes, like, everything we have in this life is not ours. It's not like we, it's not all of ours. You know what I'm saying? Like, this life that we have is not our own. Um, As hard as it is sometimes, like, God, He knows what's best for each of us. We don't see the full picture at times. And like Kim said, sometimes God will give you warning signs. And we might miss them because, like, no, they're they're our friend, God. Like, what do you mean? We're both Christian. We're best friends forever. Yeah, You know, like, what do you mean this person's not good? And for now, God might have to take that person out of your life for maybe a moment just so that you remember, like, who your true friend is. Mm -hmm. And that's him. And sometimes that person might be going through things that God's like, I gotta deal with this person. Let's work through some things here. And maybe he's trying to work on you too. But like I know how discouraging it is. Like for me, I remember in middle school, I had just started a new school Mm -hmm. and I saw this girl. We're like setting up our lockers and we became friends like instantly. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's gonna be my best friend forever, like we planned pretty much like everything we <laughs> wanted to do together, yeah. And it was like, this is amazing. And then the last year of middle school, like one of my other friends got sick, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to spend a lot of time with this person because I don't know whether or not they're gonna live because what they had was like really scary, yeah. So then I'm spending all this time with this person trying to get to know them and like really build a friendship and be with his friends and his group of friends like be a source of comfort and then my best friend she messaged me one day like if you didn't want to be friends anymore you could have just said that And I'm like what do you mean like we're still friends I might not have lunch with you every day like I used to but like oh, this person's going through a really hard time. I just want to be there for them. Like, you would think that, like, another Christian would understand that, you know? And, like, she's like, well, you don't have to lie to me about that. I'm like, what do you mean? I would never lie about someone being sick. And when I tell you, I was so hurt that our friendship, like, literally ended that day. It was so awkward. And it was so heartbreaking because I saw this person as... A best friend for life, like my future children, we're, we'll call her auntie. Yeah. Like that's literally where I was. That's always the hardest. It is one really hard. Do. It is, and it's like God, like why did you take away someone like that from me? And it wasn't until later on in my life I looked back and I'm like, oh well, she wasn't really like edifying my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if someone, if I tell my best friend, hey, like someone is sick, I think I should be there. Like I think God's like calling me over there to be their friend. Your best friend, especially as a Christian, should be like, you know, yes,
0: like go do that. I'm praying for you. You know, what? let me come along and help let you. Let me come along and yeah? help you too. That's 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 really what I was waiting for you to say. Like I I was waiting for the time when she said, Oh, you know, I trust your judgment as a Christian, and mm-hmm. I know that you are a very um, empathetic and giving person. So I believe you when you say God is c- trying to call you to help this person mm-hmm. because I believe in the gifts. That that's another big thing. Just because someone claims says that they're a Christian and that they are your friend, it doesn't always mean that they understand how to be a a godly friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's a others. good one you know
0: a godly friend is supposed to understand uh it's supposed to acknowledge your gift maybe they don't always understand it but Mm -hmm. they acknowledge your gift and they encourage you to grow in it but someone who uh, honestly and and, um i might be mischaracterizing this person but it sounds very similar to some situations that i've seen before where it's it's almost the possessive nature of someone they're saying that oh you're my friend but you can't be other people's friends
1: and like in my situation yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> like look at that really how it was that's how it that's felt kind of like people used to fight over me in middle school because they wanted <laughs> to be my friend like i couldn't be I friends with any Taylor's friend. literally like, i want to sit with her at lunch today like i'm like guys we got a whole week together you know it, it was middle school but that was like I was in a predominantly, like, white school for middle school. Mm-hmm. So, coming from, like, an all-black school, pretty much, predominantly black, to going to a whole new environment. Like, I didn't really have other friends that looked like me. So, like, anyone who wants to be my friend, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I guess we're best friends now, you know? Oh, okay. Middle school naive, I guess. <laughs> but,
0: well, I, I think but that's even a, that, like, a trait of middle school. Everybody true. wants to belong Everyone suddenly. Everyone wants to yeah.
1: And even now, like, but especially, like, in that time of my life, it was kind of like, I mean, I didn't really see race, but I'm like, okay, I'm new here, and they want to be my friend. Like, let's let's be friends, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was just a it was a hard time. Like, I like lost. I guess you can say I'm not really lost friends, but like, I grew out of those friendships. But like that one best friend that I thought I was gonna have forever, like that was a very hard ending to a friendship. Mm-hmm. So I get where this person's coming from, where she feels like she's worried and so hurt and doesn't understand and feels alone. But, like, you're never alone. You might feel like it. Like, I know it's so hard to go from having this person you talk to every day to having someone, like, you're almost like a stranger now. But, like, the person's not responding to your messages, like, and hasn't seen it. Like, it's different to see a message. Thank you, Apple, for putting... Yeah, thank you for putting that red notification on there. (laughs) But, like, it... I really hope that that person's friend is okay because like if they're not responding like I'm wondering if something yeah much deeper is going on where they can't like reach out to you and answer you
0: yeah and that's a good point that you're bringing up because it's it's really important that we don't always jump to conclusions mm-hmm. especially if you know If this is really um, a Christian person who has been a best friend, and you all have been best friends for seven years, and then just out of the blue, they're not responding, they're not looking at anything, then that could let's not jump to conclusions right away you know Mm -hmm. um you never know what type of issues could be happening and i would even say that your friend um in the example that you brought up Mm -hmm. that person jumped to conclusions way too
1: fast (laughs) like
0: it's like you know oh dang i missed a couple of lunches with you and now you just assume that we were no longer friends anymore like where did that come from so that's that's definitely something that you want to understand. But I, I think I um I ended up responding to this poster, and basically what I was telling them was um, the first thing definitely that they have to understand, you know, give the person time. But then if they're seeing that the situation is really that the friend is rejecting them and rejecting their friendship and doesn't want to be around them anymore, then the other thing that you have to look at is look at the amount of energy that you're putting into the relationship. Sometimes God breaks our relationship with good people, not because they're bad, Mm -hmm. but because we are putting so much energy and time into what they want, what they want to do. I need to do everything I can to make this person like me, but, At the same time, you're not spending any time with God. You're not working on yourself. You're not positioning yourself in the way God wants you to for your future. And so, yeah, he's going to put in things to try and break that friendship because it's not good for you. Mm -hmm. So I ended up telling the person that the fact that this friend was able to just pull back a little bit. And it caused such emotional hardship and damage to, to the author of this post they really need to look at the amount of energy they're giving to other people and to start working on things that they're passionate about themselves. Like, Ooh. is there is there um, a place that you've always wanted to go? Is there a craft that you always wanted to do? Do you like painting? Do you like writing? Do you like playing video games so much you wish that you could build one like there if you have these other things going on in your life that you're giving your energy into and oh my gosh i can't even believe how, how I I over it and especially how much um, energy are you putting into your relationship with god mm-hmm. but if you aren't giving energy to these other things and you're only giving it to this one person that's why you feel so low when they suddenly take their attention away from you Mm -hmm. because you have no other place to give your energy so definitely um seek god more pray um ask god what his will is for your life and start working towards that goal Mm -hmm.
1: that's a good one like what you were saying like knowing where to put your energy Mm -hmm. like that's boundaries yeah you know that was the word that i think you're trying to look for too <laughs> i was like kim it's boundary <laughs>
0: yeah i danced all the way around that yeah world. and i was like
1: boundary boundary <laughs> it's in neon lights but yeah, yeah i think like this person like it sounds like you guys were like super close mm-hmm. at least you you thought you guys were super close and you're pouring in all this energy into this one person and maybe this person got tired of texting because, I, let's be honest, I get tired of texting too. And I just won't respond. And then people can draw the wrong conclusion, you know? So you don't want to jump to conclusion, but you also want to know, like, boundaries. Like, how much energy do you put in? Mm. To, even, like, it's something as good as a friendship that God has released into your life. But also, like, you have to remember that Christ, that Jesus he is the closest friend you'll ever have Mm -hmm. and growing and walking with him like i don't know how to describe it like you're not alone physically and you're not alone emotionally you're not alone mentally like he's there with you all around yeah and the more you grow in him the more grounded you are so like when when things do come out of your life or come into your life you know how to handle them a little bit better like, for me, I remember I've been in this position with multiple friendships. I'm like, you're my best friend now. I love her so much. But, like, she was going through a hard time in her life, but I had knew nothing about it. Oh. And then we used to, like, call and text every day. Like, we got super close in middle school. And then in high school, we went to different places. Like, I left our school and like our friendship we weren't talking every day and everything but we try to make effort to see each other and she was going through a really hard time and i didn't hear from her for a while and all of a sudden like i'm like oh my gosh god like my best friend like, she must be mad at me she must like not want to be my friend anymore i feel so alone mm. like in those moments god would like have other people i have friends i'm friends with like message me like hey are you okay like in those moments i'm like oh my gosh thank you god like i know i'm not alone But even for my friend, like, I drew the worst conclusions. Like, I'm like, our friendship is over. Like, we had a disagreement. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's over now. She doesn't want to be my friend anymore. And then after a while, like, after she went through what she went through, she explained to me what was going on. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I felt so bad for drawing the wrong conclusions. Like, our friendship was over. No, she was going through things and God was working on her. Yeah. And she didn't have as much energy to be pouring into our friendship as she wanted to. Yes. But she was growing in her relationship with God. And from my perspective, I'm like, oh, I totally understand that. Like, we don't have to call and text every day. Once in a while, if you say, hey, like, I'm okay, I'm like, that's, that's good enough for me. We see each other when we see each other. And then we make effort to see each other, whatever it is, to check in. And then now, like, our friendship is super strong. Like, we're still friends, really close. Uh, yeah, my my future kids will be calling her on. Like, there's no doubt about that.
0: See, God gave you that friend yeah. back. Yeah,
1: a, and a whole new person. Yes. But just something super strong, something that's so beautiful. And, like, even though she's still in school, like, working hard to be a nurse, go best friend. Hey. <laughs> like, Nurses get that it, guap honestly <laughs> collecting <Yeah>. the bag <laughs> like even though she's she might not text me every day like we used to like i know she's working hard even seeing her growth from afar like it's like wow god like you're doing something amazing in our life. And we just got to catch up the other day and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, she's yeah. grown so much. Best friend, if you're listening to this, I love you. You're growing. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of you." Hey,
0: what's up, best yeah. friend? No, but and one of the points you made like it was it, it really stood out to me because it's it's basically telling us sometimes we kind of view things just in terms of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so we think that everyone's reaction around us is caused by an output or an input that we gave somehow. Mm -hmm. It's caused by something that we did and really a public service announcement to everybody listening to this podcast and to <laughs> myself, it's not always about you. Like, <laughs> no, literally it's, it's not. <laughs> there, there there are other people are going through things that you, you never know about people. People go through hardships and issues and sometimes it's, it's things that, you know, sometimes people need to take care of things, mm-hmm. but on their own, on the inside, internally, Because for whatever reason, they just don't feel comfortable letting it out. And you can't feel offended because someone doesn't feel comfortable right away letting it out. You Mm -hmm. you can't force someone... On when they can and should feel comfortable telling their deepest, darkest fears. Yeah, like,
1: even like even a best friend.
0: Yes.
1: Will go through their moments. They're not always gonna be like, "Hey, I'm going through this hardship right now."
0: And completely and over. everything. Yes. Like,
1: absolutely not. Even my best friend, like right now, she went through some things, and it did It took maybe like a few years before we could actually like talk about them. Yeah. I've gone through some things I probably haven't even told her about yet. You know. But then we know each other's energy. We know each other's boundaries. Mm-hmm. When we feel comfortable, we know like we'll open up to each other. And it's not like we're not friends anymore. It's not like we're best. We're not best friends anymore. We are. We just respect each other's boundaries. We respect them as people. You know, like, we're all human. We're not energizer bunnies like going constantly all day, twenty four seven. Like it's yes. it can be super draining to keep doing that. You know, so. And then friendships are not linear it's not like you just everything's gonna be sunshine and rainbows from point A to b sometimes you it'll go high it'll go low and then sometimes it'll stay the same but just understanding like you have to have grace with the person um uh, and be patient with them and be patient with yourself like like Kim was saying, find other things to do, but also keep your friend in your prayers like if this is something and someone that you care about. A lot go to God about it.
0: Yes.
1: And then God will open your eyes to things that you probably didn't notice before. Maybe you were the one... It was a one-sided relationship where you've been pouring out everything into this person. But mm-hmm. this person was like, Yeah, I don't want to call us best friends, Yeah. You know? But you saw yourself as best friends because you are doing so much for that person. Yeah. So, like, you never really know until you honestly go to God about it and be like, God, I care about this friendship. I don't know what's going on. I hope my friend is okay. And if she's Mm -hmm. not, like, if there's an opportunity for me to be there for her, can you open it up? And if not, just be with her wherever she is. Yeah. You know, and God is with her, like God is better than all of us. Yes. In case you didn't know, he's and everywhere at all times yeah. with your friend, with you, even in this moment where you feel kind of lonely, but he's with you and he's with your friend one hundred
0: percent. One hundred percent. and you have to be open. What, remember, when you ask God for mm-hmm. stuff, I, I think we've said this before. Maybe. <laughs> uh, when you ask God for stuff, you have to be open to what the answer could definitely be. Because I, I, I'm going to say the game for a situation, but I, I will quickly tell you about mine. I was in a situation where... I I mean this was my best friend. I thought, you know, if I don't have she has and if she has and I don't have, like we 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 were always playing off of that with each other. And I felt in my spirit God told me, Listen, this isn't your friend. You need to stop being around this person. But I I doubled down. This was at a point where I was very uh disobedient. Uh, I doubled down on the friendship. I was like, no, this person is my friend and I have a hard time making friends, so I'm gonna hold on to the friends that I have And when I tell you that friendship was completely eviscerated, like it, it went to a point where there was no way that I could blind myself and say that this person was still my friend. Like I had other people came out of the woodwork. People I did not know came to me and would tell me that this person is not my friend. That's, that's how bad it got towards the end until I so so, this is how pay, like this is really messy. <laughs> this is not exactly the Christian way, but this is very yes. messy. <laughs> uh, basically, some people ended up saying, "Listen." Once we met you, we realized that all the stuff that she said about you was so incorrect. We really feel like we need to help you right now. So I'm like, what are you talking about? They called her on the phone and started talking to her. And as soon as I came up in the subject, she had nothing good to say about me. She would say the worst. And she is still actively supposed to be my friend at this time still actively my friend still close we were we were even living together at the time so after all of this I couldn't be roommates with her anymore like once I could hear that with my own ears knowing that she didn't know that I was sitting there listening to the whole conversation Mm -hmm. I, I mean I I moved out everything I I I lost a lot in, in having to move out. But once I moved out, my life improved because I wasn't around this person who only wished evil on me. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the thing you have to understand. God never pushes people out of your life who only need you good. The only time he's, like, actively pushing people out of your life is when you are unknowingly surrounding yourself with people that are wishing bad upon you.
1: And you never, like, in in your situation, Kim, like, you had no idea. No clue. What was going on until... the very end yeah and who knows what would happen
0: like where you would be right now if you were still friends with that person exactly and, and that person didn't come up to nothing you know i'm not gonna talk say about that person's yeah. life but that person like if you look at where i am now where that person was you where where that person is now mm-hmm. you wouldn't think that we were ever friends wow yeah
1: that's it's- and I like that. Like, God, he's... Because he's everywhere at all times and mm-hmm. everything, he sees things that we will miss, mm. you know? And, like, for that friendship that I had in middle school, looking back, like, I saw... Even in the friendship, like, I would notice some things, that I'm kind of like, eh, like, everyone has their quirks and issues, I guess. But, like, she was very... Uh, I don't know how to describe it, like, I guess you want to say the center of attention. Like, it had to be about her.
0: (gasps) Mm -hmm. So, like, at our, in our
1: cafeteria, we would have, like, maybe five people allowed to a table. Yeah. And sometimes we'd try to pull a chair and, like, have our whole friend group sit there. But, like, we would have, I noticed, I started noticing, like, at some lunch times, as soon as we hit the cafeteria, she would take off and, like, rush to the table to get a seat. And, like, I would be taking my time because, like, I'm not going to rush and trip and hurt myself over a chair. Absolutely not. But then, like, everyone else would be sitting there in the group, and I would be the one left out. And I'm like, okay. Like, I guess I'll go sit somewhere else.
0: And And she didn't have a problem when it was like that. And then she didn't have a
1: problem when it was like that, but only when she couldn't have a chair. I was, like, even when she would come in late to the cafeteria, I'd be like, here, you can have my chair. And I'll just get up and go somewhere else because I was like, I'm not going to fight like this was towards a friendship where I really started noticing these patterns mm. and it was it had it took God to open my eyes to what was going on. If it wasn't for um this other new friend group that I developed like I don't know where I'd be right now, like these people that's where I met my like my real best friend mm. <laughs> like that's how I met her and her other wonderful friends like that's how like God, even though it's something so. To me, it felt so awful. Like, I had this person I considered a friend treating me like this. Like, God already had something lined up.
0: Yeah.
1: And maybe in the beginning, he was trying to get me away from that person. But I was holding on so tight. Like, you were a kid. Like, no, this is my friend. Yeah. You know, it's hard for me to make friends in this whole new environment. Like, not everyone. I don't have the long, flowing hair. I don't have rich parents who have both. I don't have <laughs> a huge house. I can't relate to that. Like, none of that. So it was already hard enough to find friends. But Then God opened up a door. And on seeming door, like I wasn't really looking to find new friends necessarily, but mm. God's like, here's a group who needs comfort, go be there for them. And then that's how we became friends, you know? So you really never know what God is protecting you from and what he's about to release into your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's a big point. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's listening to this podcast, if you are in a friend group or in a friend relationship and you're being made to feel like... You know when something is negative for you then it's okay but if they ever if the other friend ever has like the the downside then it's world war three or no, four literally like literally
1: four because then <laughs> three popping off <laughs> yeah we oh, gotta say
0: we gotta use a different phrase for yes. that cause i think we might have called it up yes. so, um uh, but yeah like if it if it's a huge issue because of that then you need to reevaluate cuz sometimes people have friends that they use as pets mm-hmm. and it's not a true you know mm-hmm. give and take friendship it's just a i I want people to admire me 100% exactly and
1: like even if we look to scripture like Jesus the people who he called friend mm-hmm. like were people like us dramatic had a bad attitude <laughs> and, um sneaky like He knows what we need and everything. And I like how he, even though they were so different, even though he was so different than his friends, like, Mm -hmm. whenever they went through something, if they were hurting, he was hurting. And he was there to minister to them, he was there to fulfill their need. Even though, like, we as humans can't fulfill 100% of people's needs, like, he allowed God to work through him to touch others' lives, you know? And if your friendships are not looking like that, I'm not saying, like, go be friends with, like, a bunch of. (laughs) Random not <laughs> so good people, you know. Like even the people that God allows into your life yeah. and doesn't allow into your life. Like Well, I mean that bringing
0: up Jesus and the disciples yeah. is a really big point because when you look at um when, when you look at Paul how he Oh my gosh. I said Paul. I meant Peter. <laughs> oh, Peter. My dog. <laughs> it's okay. Oh my gosh. When you look at Peter and how, you know, he um not betrayed Jesus but he denied Jesus as a friend three I times I just before read the that Copts this morning. Pro- yeah. Or like yesterday. He was the, the whole night Jesus was in jail he he denied him three times. That that's one thing and then you have the other friendship which is Judas. Mm. So Judas was never really Jesus' friend he and he betrayed him and sold him out because he was just there to to, as a clout chaser really when you think about it he he wanted to provoke jesus to have jesus perform miracles and strike down the the um the soldiers and 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 pop off you know the revolution that's what Judas wanted to, to to have happen when he sold Jesus out he never thought Jesus would walk um quietly and meekly to to the cross he never thought that that would happen so you have friends who don't actually know you and don't actually support your ministry but they're just there because they want to be around the hype and then you could have people Who, as much as they could be sincere to you, but at times, like we're human, at times they're gonna fall. But Mm -hmm. the big thing was that Peter pulled it back in the end Mm -hmm. and he recognized his flaws. So I, I use those two. Um, to demonstrate, yes, there were closer people to Jesus who never denied him at all. But I used those two friendships to show one was still a true friend, even though they weren't great all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's where the um, the forgiveness, the Christian forgiveness comes in. But one really just wasn't a friend from the beginning and led to, to destruction, even though the de- God used the destruction for good mm-hmm. and it was purposeful. But it's still showing you... The two different ways that mm-hmm. those relationships can go.
1: Exactly. But honestly, like anyone else going through hard friendships, I honestly think friendship breakups are the worst. I've never experienced any other type of breakup, so that's all I'll say. <laughs> but <laughs> friendship breakups are really... They, they breakups can be, are bad. They can be traumatic. Like yeah. It's hard. But hold fast, especially for believers. And then those who don't know jesus like i invite you to know him yeah To,
0: he's to let him than a brother be, he's
1: closer than a brother a sister a mother a father all of yeah. them <laughs> like i invite you to get to know him and to experience that true friendship that he has and i pray that he'll put other people in your life that edify you that don't always agree with you and they call you out on your wrongs but in a loving way they push you to grow in christ that's for everyone but like yeah
0: Yes. Amen. 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 <laughs> yes. Well, guys, that has been another episode of KT Takes. K-T-Takes. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. We'd love to hear more from you. Yes. And we have ways for you to do that now. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Please email us at hello@kttakes at gmail.com for your feedback. Yes. And you can also follow us on our social media.
1: Yeah, we have a Twitter. Um I let me let me pull it up, y'all so I get I man, all I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I promise. So our Twitter is at KT underscore takes. Okay, on Twitter, so you can follow us there to keep updated about what's going on on the podcast and, you know, just to build community there.
0: Yes, and And talk about the episodes. Tell us what you like, what you dislike. Uh, You know, if there's anything that you think we should have talked about more, we want to hear from you. Yes, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast where you're listening.
1: That really helps us to get to know our audience better, and don't forget to leave a rating as well. So, That really helps us grow our podcast, too.
0: You know? Okay. Well, have a great day, everybody. Bye. Bye.